Oh my gosh, we're recording. So <laughs> Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Design and Style Podcast, a podcast for designers by designers. And I am your co-host, Rachel Moriarty, with my design firm, Rachel Moriarty Interiors. And I have with me the lovely Dixie. Yes, Dixie with Dixie Willard Design, also known as Designing Dixie. Or Wixie. You can call her or Wixie. Wixie. It, it depends <laughs> on how well you know me. Oh my goodness. She just, we, we've been sneaking, um, <laughs> laughing when, when we started the podcast, because before hitting record, I was recording her with my phone mm -hmm. as she was touching up her lipstick. And mm -hmm. so she hit record early to get back to me. So no, I wouldn't do that. Not you. You're sweet. I can tell by your accent. You're really, really sweet. I'm just a sweetheart. <laughs> So today, you know, a lot of, um, I guess other solos, I don't know about you, Dixie, but I get asked a lot when I took the leap. Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of decorating enthusiasts and side hustlers out there that, um, you know, kind of be, kind of want to be where we are. I mean, we have businesses, we have clients and projects, we have, you know, the whole social media set up, we've got podcasts, we've got a blog, you know, how do you get there? How do you get well, First there? of all, I don't think I realized how busy we are. <laughs> you say it all out at once. And it seems I know. I know. It. We're designers, we're blog bloggers, yeah. we're podcasters. Hmm. I feel special now. We've got it going on. Um, and you know, it seems overwhelming if you are in a nine to five, or if you are, let's say you're a stay at home mom, um, or a student, it kind of mm -hmm. seems like a long, a long, you know, kind of leap. Yeah. And what it really is, is a series of leaps. It's not, doesn't happen overnight. You, you don't have to jump in the deep end. You can actually start at the shallow end and go out Slowly. however yeah. slowly you need to yeah exactly so Dixie and I kind of wanted to share our journey of leaps um did you hear that beep I didn't oh okay never mind I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing hallucinating <laughs> no all I can hear is barking outside so. <laughs> I don't hear that so that's a good thing you're not hearing my, my, my beeps in my brain, and I'm not hearing your dogs barking. So it seems fair, really. I hear one thing, you hear another. It's, it's all good. It's all good. So why don't you start with uh, some of your journey and your okay. leaps and moments? Okay. Well, I just knew that I was going to be a mechanical engineer. <laughs> How'd you get from there to here? <laughs> it's kind of a roundabout story, <laughs> but it started, um, I had finally gone back to school because, you know, life happens. I've had an interesting, I haven't always put things in the same order as you would typically do things. So I finally gone back to school. I had young children. Both of them were in elementary school, I think uh, first grade and fourth grade when I went back. And I was studying mechanical engineering and I did two semesters, um, which was my junior year basically. And at the end of it, realized that it was incredibly boring 
and not at all what I wanted to be doing. So it sounds I, so interesting. Well, there are aspects of it that I absolutely love. And luckily those are the same ones I still get to use. Right. But, um, it just wasn't lighting my fire. It wasn't, you know, the passion wasn't there. I could do it, but it, I wasn't passionate about it. And really my first choice after that was to be an architect. Um, that was what I, if I had had an option to go to school and get a bachelor's degree in just that, um, especially with my kids at home, that's what I would have done. But unfortunately the university of Hawaii had certain programs set up and it wasn't, it wasn't an option for me. So I took some time and research to find out if there was anything like architecture, but not quite, that wasn't going to be quite as stressful and interior design. I finally discovered isn't only, uh, I, Oh yeah, that was, that was, I'm pretty sure that I heard that noise. Yeah. <laughs> I love colors. So that part was fun. I love, um, space planning and, I was just excited to find out that it could be so much more like that you could start at the same time. The architect starts on a project and have just as much influence, if not more, um, right. because you're, you know, on the day to day stuff. So yeah. for me, that was the big defining moment that I realized this is something that I could do. And it was so funny because my mom, when I finally called her and I was like, you know, I'm thinking about changing my major to interior design, just said, well, of course, Really? <laughs> she did. And thinking back over, you know, my childhood, it only made sense. Like all of the stuff I had done as a child, the way that I had played with my toys, she was like, of course you're going to be a designer. So that was the biggest step for me was going to school and getting that degree. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, after that, I once I graduated, I went to work for an architecture firm for a year because I knew I wanted to do commercial design. And, and what do you do now, Dixie? A strictly residential. <laughs> <laughs> Best laid plans. <laughs> I knew that I wanted to do commercial. Um, but, you know, it's, I've come to realize that it's more about the personal relationships and, and being able to help people on a more personal basis. That to me is what really makes me just so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually I decided after my husband retired, we decided to move to Tennessee kind of on a whim. We had been planning it for years, but we finally just went, you know what, why are we waiting? Let's just go now. And so Less than six weeks, probably closer to a month after we did made that decision, we moved from Oklahoma to Tennessee. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that was when I officially started my own design business. And it has just been so amazing. And it's one of those things where I just feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm yeah. so happy with it. Is there any... You, so you left your design firm. Let's just track back. You left mm -hmm. the, or the architecture firm. Yes. You moved to Oklahoma. So you left Hawaii, you moved to Oklahoma. Oh, I left the up, didn't I? You, you left. <laughs> like, whoa. Of like <laughs> how many years was there? So how long were you in Oklahoma? Uh, 10, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. I just, you, you, know. you, ch you just skipped over a decade, sister. <laughs> Okay. So when we moved, my husband was in the air force and, um, 
when he got stationed in Oklahoma, I went to work for a small uh, family run furniture store. They'd been in business for like 50 years, had some great brands like Henry Don and um, Wesley Hall and Hancock and Moore and a, a bunch of really great stuff. And I loved it. I was, I was actually their bookkeeper. So I wasn't just a designer or a salesperson. I was also a bookkeeper, but it still, it still wasn't enough. And I have to say the thing that made me go back to school, cause I did go back to school again <laughs> was when I had helped a lady choose her third sofa in oh a year. Gosh. Each of them over $5,000. And I was like, I just, I feel like there's something more. And she just, she just got it and decided, eh, I don't like this one. And she'd just get rid of it. And like, we just donate it. And I just decided there had to be something more than just helping people with more money than they knew what to do with pick out sofas. And so I went back to school to get a degree in not-for-profit management and leadership which was a business degree. So I, that's where the statistics and economics and all of that came in. And I actually, you get so starry eyed. I know this oh. is a podcast, but if anybody's watching the, <laughs> it amazes me that every time you say economics and statistics, there's oh, like this like starry eyed yeah. thing that happens to you. And it was, it was a close call. Cause I had, um, all of my economic, because I took multiple economics classes and statistics classes, and my professors really tried hard to convince me that I wanted to become an economist and not continue doing interior design. Oh, wow. So for me, I still love hearing, I, I listen to business news shows on, on my radio, I'm serious, it's got all of the choices there, and so that's, while I'm driving, I'm listening to business news, and I'm such a nerd. I'm, I'm listening to design podcasts. <laughs> that just shows. <laughs> I'm listening to stuff about numbers. She's listening to stuff about. Oh, it's I, so actually, relevant. I listen to style podcasts too. I do design and style podcasts. Funnily enough, See? there you go. Yeah, it's, it's no perfect. news, no no economics. <laughs> <laughs> Um, whenever they, they actually canceled the major that I was going for. And so I quit going back to school, went back to being an interior designer and worked for, um, that's when I worked for William Sonoma for a while and then Ethan Allen. And that kind of sums up that 10 year gap that I just sort of, you know, hopped over. <laughs> so now we're back to this. So for me, interior design, I love the numbers. I love the drawings. I love the space planning. Colors fun. Uh, fabric and furniture are fun, but it's, lumens are fun. Lumens are fun. We were talking <laughs> earlier that I did a lighting plan recently, and I was I was so happy to calculate the lumens that the the couple needed for their for their new home. I love it. See, you let you always bring those calculation bits back in. You know, I love numbers. I, I've got that's what my associates is in, is in math. How many degrees do you? Have? I actually only have two degrees that I've actually only. Finished. Oh my gosh! But if you go back to the number of classes that I have, it, it's going to make you fall the over. Equivalent of yeah, like four. <laughs> 
too many. I'm, my husband calls me a PERMA student because I love to learn. Oh my gosh, so. that's great. Yeah. And which is good because, uh, you know, you, you never stop, especially yeah. in an online entrepreneurial yep. business. And in this it, design itself, it's always new and current and you have to stay yeah. on top of the trends. So yes. Yes. at least, at least I don't mind that part of it. There you go. Mm-hmm. But now Rachel has a completely different. Very different. <laughs> Don't go oh step, skip it any decades like I did. All right. I'll try not to, but there's a lot of decades to this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Oh, I was telling you a story. Okay. So I actually started out in fashion. That was my mm -hmm. first love. Um, fashion merchandising was my first love. And it's so funny because you and I were talking before recording that we can't remember, you know, anything from like yesterday or right. even yeah. earlier today. Yep. But I remember when there's those moments of clarity, mm -hmm. really remember those. And so this had to have been, um, gosh, it had to have been around 2000, I'm thinking. And there was a, uh, I was standing in line at Home Depot and there was, I picked up a magazine because we didn't have our phones then to look mm -hmm. at, right? So you'd always like pick up the magazines right yep. there. There was an article about this new thing called home staging and it was just like fashion merchandising, but it was for homes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember getting the goosebumps. I remember, I, I remember that like, I'm like yesterday, mm -hmm. like today. Yep. It's so funny when you have those moments, those like really pivotal moments. And within a couple of weeks, I had found a, um, home staging and certification program. It was, uh, I'm sorry. What did I say? home staging and certification. That is not what I meant. I meant home staging and interior redesign. Ah. Have you heard of, do you even, do you know what interior redesign is? I don't know if you know that. I don't, I'm assuming it has to do with using stuff that they've already got. Yeah. So back in the day, there was, it was when the HGTV was like, they had decorating scents, design on a dime. They had a free style show. I mean, they had all these, yeah. like, you know, um, and interior redesign was really a, uh, it was a process, but it was using what you already own. Mm -hmm. So that, it, that was how I, I would just basically go in and kind of remerch people's homes with what they owned, you know, mm -hmm. and I didn't bring anything else. Like it was a trip. It was like, it, it's still one of my favorite things to do. I don't get hired to do it very often. And when I do, there's usually still, still some stuff I need to purchase to right. like make it cohesive. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what, that's what started. That was my first. So that was, I would say my first leap because I took the leap out of fashion, which I had been in for decades. And, um, which absolutely surprises no one who sees you <laughs> because you always look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So it was, yeah, my first leap where I even had considered anything else, mm -hmm. you know, and I put the time and the, you know, financial investment into this training. And so, um, 
yeah, that was, that was my first sleep. And um, what was my next one? Hold on. Let me look at my notes. Um, so I got that. It was a very different time. Like I said, I mean, we didn't have cell phones. I think we had email maybe. <laughs> I think so. I think we did at that point. Yeah, we had email. Um, but it was really about, I remember like printing postcards and making flyers and, you know, mm-hmm. dropping stuff off. Like I remember like my son's gymnastics class had a community board. Like you would do stuff like that. You would leave flyers and stacks of business cards and stuff. It was really hard to get a business going then you know? And I remember it was like one of those days I was kind of hunting around on, there must have been an online. Yeah, we had online. I think we had like AOL action going on. We had dial up. Yeah, we had dial up AOL action. Um, But I saw a ad for Ethan Allen and that is when I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I need my own you know, I, well, the way they sell it is like, you can run your own business, but you're not Rachel Moriarty interiors. You're like, you know, you Mm -hmm. have a showroom and you take whoever walks in the door. Um, but you're not having to go out and look for those clients, which was really hard then. Yeah. Especially for solo. Yeah. It was so hard. So, so hard. So I ended up um, working for Ethan Allen and then after Ethan Allen, I went for, I went to Bassett, um, which was great because I didn't have any training mm-hmm. in design. And so for me, where I start is with, you know, I don't build, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not doing any plans or anything, but I did learn about furniture construction and case goods and, and all the stuff that I work with. Yep. That is really where I got a great education on, um, on that. Plus, you know, putting in POs, how to order stuff, how to track it, how to, all of that stuff is super relevant to. It seriously is. I mean, if you can put together a custom order for a piece of furniture, cause sometimes. And not leave an arm off or. Right. <laughs> I mean, get the right legs, get the right cushion, get the right fabric, get the uh right, you know, I mean, there's so many components. It would be super overwhelming, Mm -hmm. you know? So I really learned a lot. Um, That was super valuable experience for me. Um, But then life happened and not life. Life happened. (laughs) I got a divorce and there was a recession Mm -hmm. and I went into banking because banking is the smartest thing to do when there's a recession. Of course. (laughs) Why Um. wouldn't you go into banking during a recession? Um, And I was there eight years and finally in 2014, I'd had enough. I'd shelved my creativity for a really long time. Banking was not, I'm not like you, Dixie. If you would pop in a banking, it would probably be a lot easy for you. But for me, it was like swimming upstream the entire time. I mean, credits and debits and I don't know, you know, it was just like, it was so crazy. Like learning that credits and debits when you're in the banking is the opposite of credits and debits. Yes. Then when you're working on general ledgers, then it's complete, it's opposite again. Like, it's just like, what? (laughs) So yeah, it was, that was like swimming upstream for me for like eight years. It was just constant learning and, um, finally got out of that in 
in uh, 2015, I took the big leap into creative entrepreneurship. And I always call it creative entrepreneurship because it really is more of a business mm -hmm. than, you know, I think once you get into it, once you take that big leap, um, you're doing more business than anything else. You're doing more yes. business and marketing. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yes. And that was, that was actually one of the things, um, I was part of an entrepreneurship program when I was in school for interior design. And it, that was what they always said. You know, it, you have to know the numbers, but you have to also understand that like at least 20% of your time should be spent marketing. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're first starting up, it's pretty much all you do all the time <laughs> because you don't have clients. Yep. And you've got to get them. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, you have to set up. So that was, that was really, uh, it was May 1st. I always call it May Day. It was May 1st, 2015 when I quit my banking job. Mm -hmm. And I, luckily I had some momentum already from my side hustle. Um, but, you know, just to, we're, the reason we're going through our journey is because it's a series of leaps. Right. Um, and looking back, if I were to give somebody advice, I would like really tell somebody to kind of vision things out. As you can see, things aren't really going to go to plan. Dixie started, she wanted to be an engineer, you yeah. know, then she wanted to be a commercial designer and mm -hmm. here she is hundred percent residential. Yep. But, um, you have to take some action steps, whether it be, you know, your first leap is, you know, taking classes in a university or, mm -hmm. you know, and getting the full degree like Dixie has or the full 15 degrees like Dixie has, or, <laughs> um, you know, or just, you know, I know my lane. I am not a numbers person and calculations and all mm -hmm. that. I know that I want the four walls up and then I can go to town. Right. Um, so a certification worked fine for me, you mm -hmm. know, and we both have successful solo, solo businesses. Now, Absolutely. You know? Um, and there's just many paths. There are so many paths, so many leaps. It's like bunny hops, not a big kangaroo hop. Yeah. It's, it's not that like, I, I think I, you know, it kind of helped me to hear this, like that, like leap in the net will appear, but it really isn't like that. You know what I mean? It's like little uh -huh. steps of faith, yes. you know, it's like you take a little step of faith mm -hmm. and you kind of stay there for a minute and then you take another, you know, you get comfortable and then you got to get uncomfortable. You get And that's the key. As soon as you feel comfortable, it's time to start time to, the next you need to, Or you do not grow. Yeah. Um, you know, because... Once you get, when, once you start that business, you know, you've got to start your blog. You've mm -hmm. got to start your daily live stream <laughs> <laughs> and your podcast. And, uh, you know, it's just, a, what, what did you call it? Bunny hops? Yeah, little bunny hops. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily along a straight line either. It's sometimes you go over here a little way. Sometimes you go over there a little way and you, but you, everything that you do prepares you for the next step, I think. So what would you tell somebody that's like a side hustler or, or thinking of, would you have them like vision it out? Like I'm such a I like mean. vision person. Okay. So everybody knows that I'm the numbers girl, right? 
If you didn't before, I, I want to hear. Totally okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. So I I like numbers. I like hard cold facts, and I ew. thought that a vision board. I'm all ew. <laughs> I know makes me happy. Makes Rachel kind of cringe. But I will say that um, the best thing I ever did for my business was to sit down. It was actually on my 40th birthday. And I only know this because when I went to pull up the file the other day to look at my vision board, it was saved on my 40th birthday. No way. On my 40th birthday, I sat down and thought, okay, if I could picture what I want to be doing, I was thinking like five years down the road, which for an Air Force wife was like crazy talk. I didn't realize that 95% of it would happen within a year, but that I guess what I'm saying is I sat down to put all the, put all this stuff together. I had this vision board and I focused on it and immediately things within two weeks, we were talking about moving after we've been planning on moving for how long and we're still putting it off within two weeks, we decided we were going to move within, you know, however long after that, I started my business officially here in Tennessee. So all of those things that I put on this vision board, I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy, especially for people like me, but, oh, that was the best thing I ever did. Being able to picture it, the, the life that I wanted. And then of course I still go back and update it every so often because once you've gotten something, you need to picture something else that you, you want to accomplish. Well, it's so funny because I didn't, I got lucky because I got a vision. Like you created your vision. Mm-hmm. I got, I got a vision. I was working in a bank. I think I've talked about, I may have talked about this before. Um, but I got a vision. Have I talked about this before? Future me? So. No, no, no. So I was sitting in my bank job, of course. And I'm all, I'm like super airy fairy, you know, like in my, like when, you know, when there's like downtime <laughs> and <laughs> I was probably on house or something, you know, <laughs> Pinterest. Um, no, but I got a vision of me when I'm, when I was like 80 years old, Dixie. Uh-huh. And I had this, of course, I had a pixie, but it was gray. Mm-hmm. And now you have to imagine I'm sitting in a very, I was in downtown San Diego in a high rise at my desk in corporate clothes. You know, I was a private banker with really high net worth clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get this vision of like 80 year old me, and she's got this cool, you know, pixie that's completely gray, which I can't even imagine, but. Um, and she had on these, like, she, she just looked very global and she had this tunic on and she had all this like chunky, like silver, like real <laughs> silver and like turquoise jewelry. And she was in this artist community in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which I've never been. So basically you're describing yourself as I can see you right now. If you're not watching the video, you should go <laughs> and watch the video. Cause she looks exact aside from the color of her hair. The age of her face, exactly or, like what she's describing. Or Santa Fe, New Mexico. Well, um, you kind of got a Santa Fe vibe to what you're wearing. So. I do. I've got a Southwest mm-hmm. thing going on today. How funny yeah, that do. I'm talking about that, huh? <laughs> so 
Yeah, so it happened, and I'm, I'm telling you, it was like a, I, I just snapped. Um, it was a, a flash, right? But I remember thinking that moment, another one of those clarity moments, like when I, saw, when I heard about home staging, was I need to close the gap. Like, I need to get there. Mm-hmm. And that vision has magnetized me. But I was thinking, I, just like you, you were thinking like five years. Yeah. I mean, I've still got like 30 years to go before I'm 80 or whatever, more than 30 years. Um, I was thinking such a long game. It sort of got me looking like, or thinking, you know, I could, I could like, I started thinking like, why would I want to retire? Like, I could do something I love, like until I'm, you know, whatever till I'm 80 till I you know I, I think of I, uh, Iris App yes what is her Appful right mm-hmm. sort of that like that's what I started thinking really long game what happened was it happened so quickly after that because I had come home I had sort of run the numbers too in the sense that how much do I need to make this leap right. and when I did that I, ha- I kind of like came up with this number and I'm not kidding you. It was a couple of months. It was like less than six months and it seems like impossible because we were not saving at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I just took an inventory like, okay, I started like, I was not paying attention to my money and I was like, oh yeah, I have that account there. And I have like all of a sudden when I took inventory, I was like, holy cow, I can do this. I almost said, I almost had to, we almost had to put an E on our podcast. (laughs) But had I not gotten the vision now with hindsight, I would say, create the vision, you know, because that will, it magnetizes you just like you did with your vision board. What's cracking me up though is I'm the numbers and facts girl, but I needed a vision board. You're the opposite. You needed to do the numbers. Isn't that weird? So weird. (laughs) That is so weird. That is so weird. I I just realized that. Yeah. I'm sitting here listening to (sighs) your story. I'm like, oh, it's like the exact opposite. That you would think. Like you would have thought that you would have run the numbers. Right? And I would have created the vision board. Yeah. That's so funny. Do it all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Do it all because there's, there's no one you way. You have to know, right? You have to have the vision and you have to know that you have yeah. the runway to be able to launch mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So do it all. Do it all. It all works. That pretty much. There's no wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's, we should just end right there. I think was, we should. That's perfect. That was perfect. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Design and Style. Bye, guys. Bye.